This is Golf with Jay Delsing. A two-time All-American at UCLA. A participant in nearly 700 PGA Tour events. Seven professional wins to his credit. Over 30 years of professional golf experience. A member of the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. That's Jay Delsing. And away we go. It is Masters Week. It is a time in which all golf fans, non-golf fans, come together and really celebrate the game of golf. And I love the music as we start the show. And I heard, Jay Bird, by the way, great to see you. I heard that that started in 1981 at CBS, and it really has become a staple of the uh, of the tournament. Absolutely, it it it, uh, it has, and it to me, I'm with you, Danny. It just reminds me of uh, springtime, yes. the first major, can't miss TV. Uh, I I, lo- I love this time of year. What was your favorite Masters? Because for me, 1997, seeing Tiger burst onto the scene and win the Masters at 97 blew away the field, and it was just a precursor for things to come. I think that's probably number one for me, and it set all-time television records for the Masters and brought in the non-golf fan, which I thought was great. But the other one that I I just thought was fascinating, and I loved watching it, and it was such high drama going into the final round, was his last Masters, after everything that he had been through, to win it again. And I know you could go with Jack, and I know there's some others that are historic figures in the game, but for me... Those are the two masters that really stick out. I agree, and I happened to I was fortunate enough to be down there when Tiger won his last one, and the it was electric. The, the I think we talked about this before, but Tiger got to the driving range way early, and the entire so you know the weather was a little dodgy, and there was so they were playing threesomes instead of the customary twosomes because of all the weather delays they had, and he makes this walk down the driving range so every single guy saw him there in his red top you know his 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 it's like his war the sunday red going for blood sunday red going for blood and i've never seen anything like that before and he didn't have a he had a club in his hand but he didn't have any balls and he just walked behind each player and i was like he's putting it on him right now yeah, absolutely and then, and then to have it pan out the way it did and to, to have all the drama on the back nine and how many guys hit the ball in the water on number 12? I think three or four guys. And then Molinari hits the ball in the water on 15. And, you know, you watch Tiger bring it in. It, it was it was special. And the energy in that crowd, Danny, is like none other. I The only comparison, I had two comparisons. In Bell Reeve in 2018, when the PGA Championship 100 rendition was here in St. Louis, there, there was similar. But even closer was... The last Ryder Cup I went to at Hazeltine, when the red, white, and blue, that's when Rory and Patrick Reed had that great duel, and then Phil Mickelson and Sergio Garcia each shoot 
I think nine under par in their individual match, and the the crowd was amazing, and that's what Augusta was like. So you used to take people down to Augusta. You used to do like the personalized trips, and people could buy into your your golf company and say, "Okay, let's go to Augusta. Let's go to the Masters." Yep. What What was the best part? Was it being able to go to the Par Three contest? Was it being able to follow your favorite golfer, or just sit on a particular hole and watch all the guys come through? Yeah. You know what? Almost all of the above. So. What the the best thing for me was to watch some man or woman check the bucket list yeah. box off and get a hold of Augusta with just visually to look at it go and Danny I have not had one person say to me I can't believe how much slope there is, how undulating this place is how much it is up and down it you just don't pick that up off a of television and then the par three getting to see. All the legends come out there with their children, their grandchildren. Some of the players are are there, their wives or their uh, girlfriends are caddying for them, and are their kids. It's it's super super special. Well, we saw on Thursday too, and we had Tom Watson on our podcast, which is nationally carried. And if you want to download that, it's called Beyond the Fairways. He teed it off on uh, Thursday. Also, Jack Nicholas. I, I just love that the tradition, and you think about when you're watching that of all the memories that those guys have provided at Augusta. And I, I just think that's one of the unique aspects, certainly of the Masters, but for any golf fan, it just conjures up a lot of memories. It makes you think about your own life in a way. Oh, and I, it does. And it, it, it also just brings back all of the things, like for me, all of the the wonderful times. I, like I, re, I remember watching Mr. Palmer's last time down there, and I'm thinking, I got to play with that dude. Yeah, You know what I mean? And then the great Jack Nicholas, who is still – out there and Jack had a funny line he said all of my life these executives I meet have said man I wish I could play like you I wish I could play like you and he said well they can now he said I hit my drive so short he goes I can hear it land <laughs> just you know it's it's great to hear these guys sense of humor and they poke fun of themselves as they age and it, it's just it's it's amazing it's a great event you know one of the things I was watching in in taking in the masters in the the first few days and you mentioned the undulation and the hills specifically with Tiger and how his body would bounce back day to day. And in my mind, Jay, it's a precursor to what we may see this summer. So if there's other places that have the hillies, uh, I call them the hillies, if they got those all over the place that are just, it's tough to go down and to go up and the pressure he has to put on his back and on his knee, you know, if it's too tough for him and he comes out of the Masters and he says, I just can't do it, then it's going to be very selective of the events he plays and it, it'll be selective anyway, but if there's some places that have that undulation but are bigger events and he feels enough you know, positive vibes coming out of his body, I think it's a precursor, what he did at the Masters, to say, yeah, I can physically get through the four days and I'm going to continue to play. Danny, all eyes are on Tiger. And how he's – first of all, how's his body going to handle just – Life on tour. Coming We're, out of it, right? I know. What's it going to look like? And and then, to your point, I mean, I think you said it extremely well. He was focused on the majors. What are the other, when he reassesses, what does it look like? How did I do? He He's already talked about feeling like he's, he's better endured. But, you know, there's so much that goes on with playing major championship golf. He's got a lot on his plate. So, Liv really took... I think a big spotlight, maybe off of some of the PGA Tour players in the media earlier in the week. 
What did you think of some of the responses of the Live players, and what did you think of how the media handled Live coming onto the historic grounds of Augusta? You know, it was interesting because I didn't know what to expect, and 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 honestly, I think it's gone really damn well. Phil Mickelson, I don't know who he is. You know, he looks like we well, we he's slimmed get, down. That's for sure. He has slimmed down, but his responses—it almost seems like Danny. He's unplugged. Yeah. You know, there's no there's no passion. There's no you know. He's always had the needle out, and he was always jabbing or making fun. Uh, none of that. Um, it's different. I think it's been really good. I mean, the 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 champions dinner went off without a hitch. You never really know what goes on behind those closed doors. I'd love to, but. Ultimately, the game of golf wins. Yeah, right. It's it's let's play. Let's get the best players in the world playing against each other, and then let's see what happens. You know, you can email us. That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. You can email Jay if you have a question about your game or what's happening on the tour or LIV. And this is Jane in South City. Emailed us at Jay uh, Jay at jdelsinggolf.com. Simply put, Jay, I know you've been to Augusta. What's your favorite memory? And what was your favorite tournament of who won? So I'm saying 2019 with Tiger winning the ultimate, you know, cherry on top of the comeback for, for me. Danny, when I first got to Augusta, I literally bent down and I kissed the ground. And I, I had never seen anything so perfectly manicured. The color of the grass, it doesn't even look real. And and there's not a cigarette butt. There's not a there's nothing out of place. It is a it is a sight to be seen. And for a guy that loves golf, I mean it's a just an, a gorgeous place. The, the Everything that could be taken care of is looked after. There's not a stone that goes unturned. These guys, you know, they have a lot of access to a lot of money, but they take care of everything for the players and for the spectators. How about Amen Corner and going around that area and seeing the patrons that are just circling around there, and they're probably 30 to 50 deep. Amen Corner, for me, when I'm watching on a Sunday of the Masters, is something that on their app I can follow Amen Corner. I'm, I'm glued to that on my computer. I just love watching that. We're going to tip our cap to Masters and their app later. But to your point, it is amazing because you stand there and they were a little ahead of their time. You know, we had we had what we called stadium seating in golf where we would have these hills and then have this kind of kind of a seating built in. Well, the a Masters, especially at number 12, you've got this 150-yard par three and you look at it and go, wow, this is really kind of a nothing hole. And it's almost the most pivotal hole almost every single year because the way that it's positioned in the pines and the way that the green just, Danny, one of the secrets to number 12 is the green is at almost a 45-degree angle away from you on that far right side. And if you miss hit that short iron at all to the right, it never unless you're Fred Couples in 1992, right. carries the water and stays up. It, it goes in the water and it's ruined. You know, Jordan Spieth hit it in the water when he was trying to defend his title, I think back in 16, 2016. And and then you, in, in 19, when Tiger won, we had Kepka hit it in the water. And I think Finau hit it in the water. And I think Poulter hit it in the water. And then, as I mentioned, Molinari hit it in the water three holes later. And it, that that is so much drama on holes when guys are on top of their game. They're almost birdieing all the time. I, you told me going into this week, you said, Danny, make sure you watch the chipping around the greens. Yep. It's it's just unique and what happens. And so if you're a golfer out there and you're on the fringe and you have to chip with undulate, uh, undulation, 
I, th- I found it fascinating and watching all weekend how they were using some guys hybrids. Some yep. guys were using, you know, their, their woods. Yep. Some guys were bumping and running, but yep. it's a different part of the game at the masters. It really is. And, and, and for the most part, the euros see this sort of, of short shot so much more so than the American players. But Danny, here's one of the things that I love about Augusta. It's the only venue that doesn't change every single year. We know where we're playing. And we also know, Hey, Friday, the, the, the flag stick's going to be here. Hey, Saturday, it's going to be here. Hey, Sunday, it's going to be here. So when you're watching the guys prep, everybody's prepping from the same place because the balls just tend, tend to collect there. And they still can't do it. No. It is just a mind game, Danny. And this is brutal. It is tough. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Uh, we do a national podcast called Beyond the Fairways. And coming up in our next segment, you're going to hear from some of the guests that we've had. Tom Watson. Uh, we've had Taylor Twelman. We've had the great Lee Trevino. We have had Alan Shipnick talk about his new book with Phil Mickelson, which is fascinating. Our first show that we ever had was David Faraday, and we also had the chance, and you're going to hear a good portion of it, to visit with Gary McCord. So that'll be fun coming up. Oh, I love the McCord, and, and he talks a lot about Augusta. He's yeah. pretty famous or infamous around there because— Don't the, say it. Don't, yeah, don't get yeah, it away. Yeah, all right. Yeah, it's just fantastic. I, I can't wait to hear so this is brought to you by Doherty Business Solutions and Jaybird. Let's uh, tip our cap. Our tip of the cap is brought to you by our friends at Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood, 314-966-0303. Our buddy Colin Burnt. Colin, thanks for all the support. I'm tipping my cap to the Masters. I'm tipping my cap to everything they do from the way they handle the merchandise and the shipping and the parking. You know, they don't charge for parking down there, and they absolutely could. Their app, you mentioned your app earlier. It is a, it's a phenomenal app. You get down to Augusta. You're walking around. You're looking at other, you know, you can be on 12, and you can find out what's going on on number six or, or find out what's going on on the front nine. And, Danny, it's the kickoff to the golf season. It yeah. really is. It's it just my heart is ready for this. I'm just ready to get outside and get playing again. And I love watching Augusta. And I want to thank Colin Burnt and Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood for the support of the Golf with Jay Delsing show. That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. Coming up, you're going to hear from some of those big names. And this is Golf with Jay Delsing. That was On the Range with Jay Delsing. For news on the latest golf equipment tips and to ask Jay a question, log on to jdelsinggolf.com. Coming up, it's the Front Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. I love having Doherty Business Solutions as the title sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing show. You already know that they're the number one largest IT consulting firm and the largest software developer in the St. Louis region. You also know that there are over 2,500 Darty teammates in 30 states and three countries around the world. But what you may not be aware of is what Darty Business Solutions does right here in our own community. They were the sponsor for the first Advocate PGA event at Glen Echo this past September. Darty Business Solutions was also a presenting sponsor of the Ascension Charity Classic. They have created Access Point, which builds diversity in the IT workforce. This is a game changer in our community. Literally, hundreds of mostly young African-American women are getting fifty dollars to $60,000 per year jobs right out of high school, and that training begins in high school. 
Darty Business Solutions believes talent is equally distributed, but access to that opportunity is not. Ron Darty, our founder at Darty Business Solutions, is the chair of the 2023 Heartball, supporting local the local American Heart Association Foundation. These are just a few examples of the positive things Darty Business Solutions is doing right now in our community. The Legends of Golf return to St. Louis in 2023. You won't want to miss one of the strongest fields in golf. Ernie Els, Steve Stricker, Bernard Longer, John Daly, and many more when they compete for the 2023 Ascension Charity Classic title, September 5th through the 10th at historic Norwood Hills Country Club. All proceeds benefit area charities. Together, we were able to donate over $1 million to those most in need last year. Visit AscensionCharityClassic.com. Hello, friends. This is Jim Nance, and you are listening to Golf with my friend, Jay Delson. The official vehicle provider of the Golf with Jay Delsing show is the Dean Team. The Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. They provide me, Pearlie, and our families with all of our cars. The reason we went with the Dean Team is because we could trust them. We knew at the Dean Team they were going to take care of us. And they have. They made the entire car buying experience so simple. It was more than just simply selling us a vehicle. The Dean team made our car buying experience seamless and enjoyable throughout that entire process. The Dean team has the complete car buying steps done before you head into their showroom. They're ready to answer all your questions and set your mind at ease when buying a vehicle. At the Dean team, they offer new pre-owned and all the services included with your Dean Team purchase. When you're with the Dean Team, they become lifelong friends. The Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood, located at Manchester Road in Kirkwood. The Dean Team. This is the Front Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Front Nine is presented by the Ascension Charity Classic, September 5th through the 10th at Norwood Hills Country Club. Find out more at ascensioncharityclassic.com. The iconic music of the Masters, and we've been hearing that all week. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. That's Jay over there. Thursday at the Masters, always an emotional time as the tournament kicks off, and it starts with the honorary starter ceremony. First on the tee, it is my great pleasure to welcome back golf's preeminent global ambassador, the Masters Tournament's first international champion with three green jackets. From South Africa, please welcome Mr. Gary Player. 60 years after his first green jacket, we proudly welcome back our six-time Masters champion and one of golf's great icons, his historic record at the Masters has provided some of the tournament's most unforgettable moments. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jack Nicklaus. Now on the tee, we welcome back two-time Masters champion and eight-time major champion, known around the world not only for his outstanding play, but for his remarkable longevity and legacy in the game. Please welcome Mr. Tom Watson. 
Well, we've talked about it before. Jay Delsing and I have a national podcast, and it's called Beyond the Fairways. Recently, one of our guests, the aforementioned great Tom Watson. And as many have seen throughout the Masters Tournament, there's been a focus on the Live Tour and LIV players playing in the Masters. So how does Tom Watson view what the LIV Tour represents? Two different competitions. One one is uh, uh, the way I look at it is the proper competition. PGA Tour, it determines the best golfer right right then and there. You, you, you have to make a cut. Uh, you play four rounds. That's the way you – know, that, that to me is, is the proper way of playing professional golf. The other tour is an exhibition tour. Uh, uh, and, and I'm not taking anything away from the quality of players out there, but there's not very much pressure out there. It's, when you're playing the PGA Tour, there's some pressure. Uh, there's two different types of pressure situations that I, that I see between the two tours, and that's a big difference. Another guest was David Faraday. Now, he's an analyst for Live Golf. Could we see LIV players and the PGA Tour players ever get back together? I, I don't see them coming together, but I do see, you know, players on both sides being able to play in, in one or the other, you know, um, and, and I think that's uh, that's pretty good. It's as good as we can hope for. And, uh, you know, if the live players uh, can find a way to earn official world golf ranking points again, well, then, you know, the, the world golf rankings come, come back to relevant. And um, I, I think that's the most important thing because, you know, majors and, uh, you know, they want to see the best field. Um, they deserve to have the best field. And uh, if you've got a player like Dustin Johnson who's ranked 300th in the world, well, it, it kind of makes a mockery of it. You know, so we have to find a way where, uh, you know, our guys, you know, can play in, in relevant golf tournaments around the world. Now, leading the way for LIV was and is... Phil Mickelson on Beyond the Fairways. We visited with Alan Shipnick, and he is the author of a book on Phil that digs in to Phil both on and off the course. So how would he describe Lefty? Exceedingly complex and contradictory. There are multitudes that live within him. Everything you've ever heard about Phil is probably true. I mean, he can be incredibly generous and gracious. We know he's uh, extremely classy in defeat. Uh, he's done a lot of large-scale philanthropy and many random acts of kindness. And there's a real human heart in there somewhere and there's a, a lot of great things to celebrate about phil and i i did that in the book but at the same time there's a whole other side to him where he can be scheming and vindictive and petty and intensely selfish and greedy and we all have our our layers we all have our our complexities but with him it's really exaggerated um it's it's an incredible polarity and so um that's what I'd say about Phil. I mean, he's just, he's all over the place, and that, that's what makes him interesting. Golf Hall of Famer Lee Trevino was on Beyond the Fairways, and we see the greats in golf at the Masters. Well, it's hard to believe that Trevino's career, while excellent, and it was, it was fairly short. A lot of people ask me all the time, they always say, you know, they, they think that I had a, a, a long career, but I did not. I, I played 13 years, and then I hurt my back. I got hit by lightning, as you well know, in 75. And then I was out for another year, so I really didn't even play 13 years. And then I uh, 
I, I, I didn't have anything to, to do, so I had no options. I had to get my body back in shape and, and get back out there. But, yeah, 13 years was it. Uh, I won six majors, 29 tournaments in those 13 years. That, you know, that, that, all that means is that I hit a hell of a lot of practice balls. Well, if you're listening to this show, you love golf. On a recent podcast on Beyond the Fairways, our guest was former MLS MVP Taylor Twelman, and he said that golf – has saved his life. So wherever you get your podcast, download it. It's Beyond the Fairways with an S. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Let's bring Jay back into the conversation. And Jay, I, I think my favorite guest that we have had on the, the podcast is David Faraday. And I, I know that you have a great relationship with David. Uh, you played with him on tour. Obviously, he became an amazing analyst. And I think he's able to relate to the diehard golf fan, but also the average golf fan as well. To your point, he says what most people are thinking, where a lot of the other <laughs> broadcasters point. are going to, you know, they're going to shy away from it. And he's, I can remember him saying something about, you know, Rory McIlroy when he was a fir- young kid and wondering if he, if his hands were strong enough to get a shot out of the rough. And he said, he's a 23 year old uh, young man. His right hand is the strongest muscle in his body, you know, and he, <laughs> he just says things that are just, you know, just uh, hysterical. Some of the jokes, some of the story he's told about his elevator and, you know, and, 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 and his experience out of Tampa. I mean, you and I almost had to stop the show. We were laughing so hard. <laughs> and then what he does for the troops yeah. and our heroes and, and they come back and, and he, he's raised tens of millions of dollars for them and, and he does a great job. But how about Lee Trevino? I mean, he's up about this guy. He says, if he's the sun, 82, by the way, I know. And if the sun is shining, golf balls need to be hit. I mean, and he said, they don't want to waste any time for the longest part of his career on tour. He never went into the locker rooms. He's like, I don't need it. I'll change my shoes in the car and I go right to the driving range. It's great. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. I thought when I listened to Tom Watson the whole time and interviewing him and I thought to myself, what a thrill this is. It's a bucket list kind of thing for me as a golf fan to visit. And I have that have had the chance to talk to Jack Nicholas and I've had the chance to interview Tiger. Woods when he came through town as a young man with his foundation I'd never had the chance to visit with Tom Watson and what I came away with was that this guy is just class he is really really good for the game of golf and in in trying to grow the game and have the reverence of the past but also moving forward too yeah absolutely and and you know Danny think about this he's he had a perfect shot at 59 years old, uh, and he, yes. I know it still makes me cringe. It gave me goosebumps before to, to win the British Open Championship. At 59 years old, he was that close. I mean, this guy is as competitive as they get. But I love, to your point, you know, he, he, he looked back at, at some of the traditional stuff with the Byron Nelsons and the Jackie Burks and those things, and he's been a strong voice for us as we move through some some things, and and I I admire that for, for him, and and he's he's outspoken when he feels like he needs to be outspoken, and I think we need that um, uh, at times. Alan Shipnick, so he wrote the Phil Mickelson book. He was on Beyond the Fairways. I still can't try to to describe Phil Mickelson. I mean, we have a guy that did a deep dive on family members and business partners and players on tour that know Phil and played with Phil. And if you're asked to describe him, I'm not sure you can anymore. I don't well, know who this he is. is. I don't know who he is. I mean, I mean, when we had Gary on our show, Gary McCord on our show, and he, Gary was one of Phil's closest friends. They played a lot of golf together in Scottsdale area, and 
Gary hadn't seen him in two years. Yeah. And Gary t- mentions on our podcast. I mean, he's like his best friend doesn't know where he is, and he. I mean, this. Is, I don't know what sort of transformation is going on, but it is it is drastic. And the other part that I wanted to get into before we go to that interview with Gary McCord, we'll play that uh, coming up in uh, the uh, back nine. But I, I loved visiting with Taylor Twelman and how he said golf has really saved me. It's it's gotten my and for folks that don't know, Taylor Twelman, former MVP in the MLS, had a horrific injury with concussions, and golf has really kind of saved his life. It's given him some competitive juices back, but also he can't get his heart rate up. He can't work out, but walking 18 is something that fills that void. So I found that fascinating. And, you know, Danny, we find that uh, years ago we had Wayne Gretzky on. We've had some great guests on the show, and they all look look for the game to give him that competitive, fill that competitive Jones a little bit. And Taylor loves the game. I mean, he plays all the time. He walks and 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 uh, it's 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 special. That's what's so great about the game. It cross this game crosses over so many different areas and, and and does so much good for so many people. This is Golf with Jay Delsing coming up we'll visit with Gary McCord and we are brought to you by Doherty Business Solutions. Fun visit, one of the top analysts the game has ever seen. Gary McCord is coming up on Golf with Jay Delsing. That was the front nine presented by the Ascension Charity Classic. Coming up, it's the back nine and more of golf with Jay Delsing. Powers Insurance and Risk Management combines 200 years of experience and cutting edge products to deliver exceptional service, value, and clarity to their clients. Powers Insurance will deliver the highest quality property and casual insurance programs and strategic planning consultation services in the industry. Insurance can be overwhelming and confusing. It can be tough to understand. Powers Insurance simplifies it for you and your business. Powers Insurance and Risk Management will partner with you by providing ongoing assistance, consultation, and service that will help you control your insurance expenses and your workplace safety. Find out how Powers Insurance can help you. Visit powersinsurance.com. That's powersinsurance.com. You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. To connect with Jay, log on to jdelsinggolf.com. You'll see the latest in equipment, find the latest innovations in golf, and get tips from a PGA professional. That's jdelsinggolf.com. Hey, this is Jay Delsing for SSM Health Physical Therapy. Our golf program has the same screening techniques and technology as the pros on the PGA Tour use. SSM Health Physical Therapy has the Titleist Performance Institute trained physical therapists that can perform the TPI screening on you as well as use the KVEST 3D motion capture system. Proper posture, alignment, etc. can help you keep your game right down the middle. We have 80 locations in the St. Louis area. Call 800-518-1626 or visit them on the web at SSMPhysicalTherapy.com. Your therapy, our passion. This is Jay Delsing. Did you know that Marcone is the largest authorized appliance parts distributor in the world? That's right, the largest in the world. Did you know that Marcone is based right here in our backyard of St. Louis, Missouri? Well, that's pretty impressive. What's more impressive is the way that they give back to the St. Louis community and our region. CEO Jim Sowers has donated service dogs to the wounded servicemen and women of our armed forces. 
Suites at St. Louis Blues Games have been donated and auctioned off in which all proceeds were given to the backstoppers. Then there was the Marcone Police and Firefighters Viewing Deck at the Ascension Charity Classic this past year. It was a huge success. So much so that it's being implemented on other tour stops around on the PGA Tour. To Jim Sowers and his incredible team at Marcone, we want to say thank you. Thank you, Marcone, a proud sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing Show. This is the Back Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Back Nine is presented by Pro-Am Golf, located in Brentwood. See what Pro-Am Golf can do for you. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. That's Jay Delsing. As we mentioned, we do a national podcast called Beyond the Fairways. Our guest, Gary McCord, this past week. We asked Gary about his time at the Masters, and it's not quite what you think. Well, I started uh, started Augusta doing the Masters in 1986 for CBS. It was my first year. Jim Nance had just come aboard, too, so he and I were kind of new together at, at Augusta. It was interesting, the, um, the do's and the don'ts when they meet with you and what you can do and what you can't do. As Jay knows, I probably wasn't the... <laughs> and it was just after the first meeting it was just kind of a matter of time we didn't know when so but it lasted you know i lasted for like for like eight years through 1994 when i finally put down uh, euthanized i guess you could say (laughs) and um i just you know i i i hate cliches i just I, i can't stand it so what I what I try to do in the broadcast business is I you know I take a I take a saying that everybody uses and I I just said literally rewrite it a hundred times so whatever it was like you know it came up short and you know rewrite it or oh he's dead there tag on his toe he's on the slab he's in a body bag you know just <laughs> something just keep fresh and that was the one thing that I was told when I started the business that would it would be best if you kept Fresh, fresh meaning don't. If you're predictable of what you're going to say in that business, uh, you're not going to last very long. So that's kind of what I did, and um, I used a couple of those cliches. <laughs> um, it was over the green. I was on the 17th hole, and if you hit it, Jay, you know, if you hit it over the green on 17 and the pin's back right, there's nothing. You know, everybody <laughs> says you're dead down there. So I said, oh, you know, he's got a tag on his toe, or he's in the slab, or he's in a body bag. Uh, they didn't like that. Finally, Jose Maria Olazabal was leading the golf tournament. He won the golf tournament that year in 94. And he was out there in the fairway, and the pin was in the same position. And we went to a commercial break. And I, up in the tower, to stay fresh like that, I, I had magazines. Um, <laughs> before we could actually get, you know, our computers, we could get up there and, and get, get a signal. And uh, I had a stack of magazines all the time. I mean, from Mad Magazine to Scientific American. And I just go rattle through them during commercial breaks, not to read anything, but just pick up words, right? And then words go clanking around in my head, and then it comes out some way. So I was, I was reading that time, I was reading the magazine, uh, People magazine about, I live in Escondido, California, used to, and uh, they had a spa there named the Golden Door, very expensive spa. 
and uh, they had a, it was a menu of things that you could get done. Uh, <laughs> something with cucumbers you put in your eyes, right? Seaweed wraps and and bikini waxes and stuff. So bikini wax, oh, that's interesting. So you know. Jose hit the ball on the wrong side of the green there, and he had nothing on the putt. It was just a big old sweeper, and when it started down, it wasn't going to stop. And I said, I, you know, I, these guys are afraid of these greens. I, in fact, I don't think they mow them. I think they bikini wax them, you know, and he hit it 12 feet by the hole. And that was that. And then a couple of three, four days later, um, that was it. Wow. <laughs> Find something else to do that week every year. So that's, Gary, uh, that's Gary, kind of what happened. Wasn't it, wasn't it the letter that Tom Watson wrote that really kind of started the ball rolling? Yeah, yeah. I don't think at that point Masters had anything to do with it until they got a letter. And so they sent it. Somehow Frank got the letter. Frank Chikanian, our producer, director, got the letter. He gave it to me at Hilton Head the next week, and it was in pencil. And I go, what's this? And he goes, well, I said, I wrote a letter to, to Augusta or to us. And he goes, I think to Augusta. And he said, they just sent it on to me. And I went, oh, this is not good, is it, Frank? He goes, no, it's not good. <laughs> and uh, nothing happened for like three days. And then he called me back in the office and he goes, okay, now, now all of a sudden the storm started. And that was it. And um, so that then it was just, you know, at that point, CBS, that is their, that is their, their big uh, – product is is augusta i mean it's as big as anything they have and in their arsenal of uh, of sports so they're not going to protect a stupid announcer in any way shape or form politically so i really had to fight the fight myself and try not to get you know totally fired from cbs so it was an interesting not a fight but it was an interesting survival class to figure out how to you know i got kicked out of the biggest tournament in front of the most people and now i'm going to not, I keep working for CBS, and with that lingering over your head, so it was interesting. That that whole thing was very, very interesting to uh, go through that landmine, a landmine of, of that field of landmines to try to figure out how to do this whole thing with zero help from from anybody. Frank says I can't help you. The president told me he can't help. So that that was that was interesting. That was a hell of a class right there. And and you had some words with Tom. I forget what tournament we were playing in, but I remember a little bit of that. Yeah, I was at. Um, we were registering at. Is um, it a Pebble? Yeah. And uh, we came in on the same charter flight, and he was there, and he was in front of me <laughs> getting in line. And so I decided we're that's enough. We're going to talk about this. So we went over to the corner there and uh, yelled a little bit at each other. So <laughs> that, that was it. We got each each of us got our got our say in and. Uh, we went on our way. We're, we're fine. We're fine. I'm so curious because your personality came across on the television for all the viewers every Saturday and Sunday, and it was great. It brought the average fan into the game with uh, some humor, with educational points of the game of golf. And back to the Masters for a bit, did did that bother you because of their unique rules that all of a sudden you couldn't show off your personality. No, that was what it was one of the things on my list that I had to, you know, to cope with was to do I change uh, because of that, and how do you go forward f- from there? And I said, well, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be who I am. That's why Frank hired me. So you know, I'm gonna keep doing the same things. Uh, start, try to stay fresh. Make sure you know you know the players. Um, and try to communicate with the people in, you know, short bursts, five-second intervals, paint the picture fast and get out. And, and uh, 
and that was it. So I just I just stuck with that and tried to stay above that fray, and that was it. And then at the end, I do remember at the end, you know, the the whole woke thing kind of. I know Barkley and I have talked about it. Charles Barkley and I have talked about it a bunch. I got to a point where I was editing myself as I was speaking, which is not a good situation. Because <laughs> um, how it would come out. Before it was just, you just fire, right? And you just go. And uh, then you, you edited everything you were about ready to say to see who would offend. That got a little cumbersome um, as far as communications. And I know Charles is the same thing. And that's, he was going to quit. When he was 60, he, was, he said he'd had enough, of course. And then they offered him, because he met with Greg Norman about doing the live thing, they gave him a $200 million contract, and Charles didn't quit. So uh, no one offered me that. So, uh, <laughs> that would make I, you unretire right away, man. I mean, what yeah, the hell kind of money? In a productive way. I love it when Gary McCord pops up in a movie. How did acting or your appearance in movies come about? I was home and, and I got uh, my agent called me and said, "Listen, I got a I got a movie script here, and um, they want you to take a look at. It. They want you to be a part of it as a technical director and actor and um, help with the help with everything in the movie about golf." Uh, what he goes? Yeah, he said, "I'll send it to you." So I got this uh, script and it, on the it's a cover letter on the front it says Warner Brothers it says a movie. Uh, Working title was called Tin Cup. The bar Long scene shelf. is great. When Kevin Costner, you know, and they, they have the uh, the bet, and you're sitting there doing the uh, the play-by-play or at least the analyst work. I can't remember what you grabbed for your microphone, but that is the best. <laughs> oh, that was, yeah. You know, when I, when I read when I read the damn script, when you, when you get a script and you're in it, they tell you you're in it. The first thing you do is you go through a script real fast to see how many times your name's mentioned. <laughs> you know, line. Uh, because, you know, if you're in there like twice in a, in a script, I think that the script was 40, 43 pages. Wow. I think. And I was in there a lot, you know, with a lot of stuff. And I went, okay, well, shit, I'm like, let me read this. <laughs> so I read it and I was reading it. And I go, well, I did a lot of these things. And I go, how the hell would he know I did these things? Or they just somehow wrote, wrote this script and it coincided with what I did. And I, Pelican scene was. Oh, Jay, you'll remember this. We were in, um, you might not have been on the tour then. We were in Pensacola playing the uh, Pensacola Open. Perdido Bay. What? Was, yeah, was, yeah, play there. Yeah. yeah. And we were in a, um, a condo and it was a rain out the whole day. It was just an absolute deluge. And you really couldn't even go outside. So there's me, John Schroeder, Bill Calfee. You know, we're all sharing a room trying to cut, cut expenses down. We were on an inlet there. And we had a wharf out there, and we were playing gin. And I go to the back, my back bedroom, and take a leak or something. I don't know what I was doing. And my clubs were back there and everything. I start to walk out back down the hallway, and I look, and a pelican landed on, on the wharf out there. And I look, and I had my bag there and a bunch of balls. And I go, hey, guys, give me 10 shots, and I'll bet you I can knock that pelican off his perch. <laughs> lamp. Obviously, I got to open the doors. I got back there, and... I, I look at this thing, man, this thing got higher. It was probably 150 yards, but I had to hit through a hallway, through the living room, open the sliding glass doors, get it through that, get it over a wooden railing, and then get it out, you know, towards the towards the inlet there, the canal. And I'm back there, and I'm going, now I'm thinking, 
God, I can't. I got to hit down on this thing. I can't take a divot. I'm going to ruin the carpet. I'm going to pay for it. And if I pull it, I'm going to hit the sliding glass door, which is going to be a lot of money. My God, this shot got really hard. So I hit this thing and I picked it and I hit it and I went to the hallway and I went to the living room and just missed the sliding glass doors because you got to cut a little bit to put some spin on. And I looked at this going right at this damn bird. They're all looking. And I went right up. Right over the top of his head, about a foot over his head, he flew off the deal. And I went nuts. Probably the best shot I ever had in my life. I did that. We were screwing around there. And there was no social media then. This was back in the early 90s. So all of a sudden, you know, it's it's in the movie. And I go, so I called. And the other one was, I made a, you remember the old, um, in Memphis, did you play? Uh, Colonial? Colonial Country. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you remember the 16th hole? You had to hit it over the trees and lay it up short of the water. Oh, yeah. The island green. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I hit it over there, and I had it was on a Friday. I had to make the cut, and I had to birdie two of the last three. So I was in that know, situation I, a I got, lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I, I, you know, I hit it over there, and I had a four iron left in my second shot, and I killed it perfect. And it hits the pilings in the front, bounce in the water. My caddy starts to walk down to the drop area by the green. I said, no, 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 give me the ball, because I'm now I'm done. I can't give me a ball. I can do this. So seven balls later, <laughs> and my caddy comes up to me. He's got a golf ball in his left hand and another club in the other hand. And I was obviously pissed. And I said, I got nose to nose with him. I said, what is this for? Pointing to the three iron he gave me. He says, this is the last ball you got. And you know the worst thing is, you know, you can't you can't run out of balls. You can't you can't do it. You can't do a rob um, because the boys will get you next week. So I hit the three iron, hit it on, made a 45-footer for 16. So <laughs> that was that scene in the movie, too. And I, I called my agent. I said, if this is all true, call Ron Shelton up, and I need to talk to him. So I get a hold of Ron Shelton. I think it was, it was that day. And I said, where the hell did you get this? And he goes, well, you did it. And I said, yeah, but no one knows I did that. It was, you know hundred years ago, there was no way in any communication. He says, yeah, I read it in Golf Week. I said, what'd you read in Golf Week? He said, about the 16. And I like that. I like the idea. He kept going for it. <laughs> I'm missing a cut anyway, right? It didn't matter. And uh, the Pelican was, he had heard that somewhere. And so I said, okay, if, if you're serious about doing this, why don't you come out and let's talk about it? You know, I was just testing him. You know, I knew who he was, obviously. He was a superstar, but he flew in. He got Kevin Costner's airplane. He flew in, and we we went hiking and and had cocktails every night and had a ball. And I said, "Yeah, I'll do this. This this will be fun." So it was. It was a ball. It was three months, and uh, you know, in the inside of that whole thing, and helped produce with Gary Foster, who did it. And it was, it was great, fantastic. That's Gary McCord. Beyond the fairways, download it wherever you get your podcast. That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. Coming up, the 19th hole. You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing, presented by Doherty Business Solutions. This has been the Back Nine, presented by Pro-Am Golf. We'll make the turn into the clubhouse and head into the 19th hole. That's next on Golf with Jay Delsing. 
The Legends of Golf return to St. Louis in 2023. You won't want to miss one of the strongest fields in golf. Ernie Els, Steve Stricker, Bernard Longer, John Daly, and many more when they compete for the 2023 Ascension Charity Classic title, September 5th through the 10th at historic Norwood Hills Country Club. All proceeds benefit area charities. Together, we were able to donate over $1 million to those most in need last year. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com. Hey, this is Jay Delsing for SSM Health Physical Therapy. Our golf program has the same screening techniques and technology as the pros on the PGA Tour use. SSM Health Physical Therapy has the Titleist Performance Institute trained physical therapists that can perform the TPI screening on you as well as use the KVEST 3D motion capture system. Proper posture, alignment, etc. can help you keep your game right down the middle. We have 80 locations in the St. Louis area. Call 800-518-1626 or visit them on the web at SSM physicaltherapy.com. Your therapy, our passion. Hi, this is Peter Jacobson, and you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. This is Jay Delsing, and if you're like me, you're always looking for the best ways to improve your game. That means getting the best, most up-to-date equipment you can find in golf. You can find that equipment at Pro-Am Golf. Pro-Am Golf is located in Brentwood, and since Pro-Am Golf opened in 1975, they have been more than just selling golf equipment. Pro-Am Golf is dedicated to helping build your game inside and out. Pro-Am Golf can custom fit all your clubs specifically to your build. They offer private one-on-one lessons, and they carry golf gear for every part of your game. That means clubs, balls, shoes, apparel, accessories from all the major brands. I get asked all the time by golfers, where should I go get fitted for clubs? And I tell everyone to head to Pro-Am Golf. They're the best in town. And make sure you ask for CJ. That's Pro-Am Golf. Visit ProAmGolfUSA.com. That's ProAmGolfUSA.com. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. And let's head to the 19th hole. The 19th hole, Golf with Jay Delsing, presented by Doherty Business Solutions. I'm Dan McLaughlin. That's Jay Delsing. So going into the break, I, I tease the fact that if you get a ticket, go to the Masters, enjoy it. Obviously, take it all in. But what's your advice for somebody that is lucky enough to get that ticket and you get there and take in the whole week? What's your advice for that fan? Danny, everybody has a spot because they've watched this on TV because you talked about Amen Corner. It's so famous. I mean, you'll come into the grounds and you'll see a sign. They'll point you in the direction of Amen Corner. So my advice is go to that, go to the spot and getting there, just take it all in because you're going to walk by the first tee if you come into the main entrance, there's another side entrance. You could come in uh, over by the 6th tee and the 16th green. But wherever you come in, you're going to put your head on a swivel. You're going to see things that, that you don't see very often. Beautifully manicured grounds. Not a, a speck of grass out of place. Azaleas 
everywhere. They don't even look real. They really don't look real. But then go to that spot. When you get to around the ninth and the 18th greens and you turn around and look how much uphill you've come. It's remarkable. If you come in the main entrance, you walk past the first tee, you probably went into the merch tent, which is a phenomenal experience all in itself. And you're going to go to the 10th tee and start walking towards the back nine. You will not believe how downhill number 10 is. It's super downhill and sweeps quite a bit from right to left. I guess you got to go check out where Bubba hit his shot. Yeah. And it's, it's, so remarkable. He's behind probably a 90-foot magnolia tree, and he hits this wedge that's got, and I'm an exaggerator by nature, Danny. Yeah. This thing had 30 to 35 yards of hook on it. He put it on the green to win the green jacket. It's it's amazing. It's kind of like a hollowed little spot over there. There are things over there that you, and I, and you won't believe how much slope is on the greens. And so one one of the things we've made a big deal out of is the chipping and pitching and even putting around the greens. And you'll see certain areas and go, wow, that's a Volkswagen buried in that green, you know? And that, <laughs> So we got to go up that and then they'll stick the flagstick right on the backside of that. And so it's, it's really, really fun. So a couple of things I want to throw at you for maybe the non-golf fan, but listening to us and you have an interest in the Masters and that's what brings you in. Maybe a couple times a year. You like to watch the the majors, but you're never going to miss the Masters. It's so cool and how you become a member. It's not like you call up and say, hey, I'm willing to put down, you know, seven figures, six figures, whatever, to become a, a member of the Masters. Uh-uh. That's no. not how it works. Oh, no. You're, you're, you'll get a call out of nowhere from someone that said, we'd like to extend this invitation to you. And Danny, it doesn't happen. Right. I mean, there, there's, it's a national club. It's, it's one of these clubs that never gets used. Right. I was going to ask you, how many, how many times can you play? It's like maybe three months. Yeah. Like that? Yeah. And then they shut it down and they, and they make changes to the, you know, a lot has been made this year about them lengthening the 13th hole. And now it's 35 yards longer. And if, so I, I dug up the history of the masters and the history of that 13th hole. And it started out, when I started playing, that hole was only 480 yards long. And they've gradually moved the thing back. But, Danny, they had to buy a hole from Augusta Country Club, which comes right adjacent to that area. They had to buy an entire hole to make room for this new tee. This Augusta National Golf Club has probably got the net worth of a country. Yeah. You know, and, and so they do things secretively and then this is the week that it gets unveiled and you're like whoa i didn't know that so they're they're always trying to stay on the leading edge of the game from the technology standpoint from running a business so this tournament's a business right they do tens of millions of dollars this week in merchandise and danny you'll see lines that look like they, they resemble what happens at Disneyland, and it moves like 10 minutes, unlike Disneyland. And it's really cool. I, I think another really fun aspect of it is the pricing. So if you yep. want, what's the famous sandwich? Yep. Oh, the that. palmetto cheese sandwich so and, and an egg salad sandwich. That's they right. got those down there. And it's the price for 19, 1972 prices. I think they cost it's amazing. like a dollar thirty-five or something like that. I think that is so cool it because is, they want people to have fun when they're out there. Right. And I mean, they could jab you. I you're mean, right. think about going and to people a, would pay it. I know. Think about going to the Super Bowl. 
Right. I mean, you Good know, point. you go in and you get a, you get a, a cheeseburger at the Super Bowl and it's fifty dollars. You get a cheeseburger at Augusta and it's like two dollars and twenty five cents. Amazing, it is, and it's and and the lines move. It's so well staffed. It is all of the stuff down there too. Food wise, Danny is all private label. It's got you see that that world famous Augusta logo everywhere. It's really fun. I'll wrap it up with this: Is there anything in golf? And I mean this sincerely. Is there anything as a viewer, as a participant playing, is there anything better than the back nine on Sunday at Augusta? No. It's no, there's there's no, nothing close. Nope, there's nothing close. I mean, every once in a while, you'll get a tournament where someone will either run away with it and, there, and there's not quite as much drama. But with 13 and 15 and even the water on 16, a lot of strokes and a lot of positions on that leaderboard can get interchanged. And it is. And we've seen drama like, I mean, Tiger Woods is shot from the left of the 16th green where he hit it up the hill. Yeah. It looked like a Nike commercial. Right. The ball falls in. I mean, that might be one of the coolest things I've ever seen in golf. And how about the logo sitting there for right Nike? Right there. I mean, like, come <laughs> on, Tiger. Right. How can you script it any better? So much fun. Hey, this has been fun. Golf with Jay Delsing. We do this every Sunday, and I love it. This is so much fun to do. I love doing it with you, Danny. Thanks for being here. You got it. That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin, and this has been Golf with Jay Delsing. I love having Doherty Business Solutions as the title sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing show. You already know that they're the number one largest IT consulting firm and the largest software developer in the St. Louis region. You also know that there are over 2,500 Doherty teammates in 30 states and three countries around the world. But what you may not be aware of is what Doherty Business Solutions does right here in our own community. They were the sponsor for the first Advocate PGA event at Glen Echo this past September. Doherty Business Solutions was also a presenting sponsor of the Ascension Charity Classic. They have created Access Point, which builds diversity in the IT workforce. This is a game changer in our community. Literally, hundreds of mostly young African-American women are getting fifty dollars to $60,000 per year jobs right out of high school, and that training begins in high school. Darty Business Solutions believes talent is equally distributed, but access to that opportunity is not. Ron Darty, our founder at Darty Business Solutions, is the chair of the 2023 HeartBall, supporting local, the local American Heart Association Foundation. These are just a few examples of the positive things Darty Business Solutions is doing right now in our community. The Legends of Golf return to St. Louis in 2023. You won't want to miss one of the strongest fields in golf. Ernie Els, Steve Stricker, Bernard Longer, John Daly, and many more when they compete for the 2023 Ascension Charity Classic title, September 5th through the 10th at historic Norwood Hills Country Club. All proceeds benefit area charities. Together, we were able to donate over $1 million to those most in need last year. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com. This is Paul Lazinger, and you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. Hey, do you like wine? Have you heard about the hottest new wine bar in St. Louis? 
It's called Wild Crush Wine Bar, and it's located in town and country on Clayton Road, just behind the Strops. Have you ever experienced self-dispensing wine machines? Well, they are here. The only place in St. Louis and most of Missouri that you'll find them, and it's at Wild Crush. You can choose your size of pour, and Wild Crush will pour the freshest wine in the area for you. The organic argon gas system used at Wild Crush keeps this wine pristinely fresh for up to 60 days. So if you're tired of drinking wine that's been open for a few days, come into Wild Crush for the best and freshest wine selection in the area. Go to wildcrushstl.com and come have one with us. I love having Doherty Business Solutions as the title sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing show. You already know that they're the number one largest IT consulting firm and the largest software developer in the St. Louis region. You also know that there are over 2,500 Darty teammates in 30 states and three countries around the world. But what you may not be aware of is what Darty Business Solutions does right here in our own community. They were the sponsor for the first Advocate PGA event at Glen Echo this past September. Darty Business Solutions was also a presenting sponsor of the Ascension Charity Classic. They have created Access Point, which builds diversity in the IT workforce. This is a game changer in our community. Literally, hundreds of mostly young African-American women are getting fifty dollars to $60,000 per year jobs right out of high school, and that training begins in high school. Darty Business Solutions believes talent is equally distributed, but access to that opportunity is not. Ron Darty, our founder at Darty Business Solutions, is the chair of the 2023 HeartBall, supporting local the local American Heart Association Foundation. These are just a few examples of the positive things Darty Business Solutions is doing right now in our community. You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. To connect with Jay, log on to jdelsinggolf.com. You'll see the latest in equipment, find the latest innovations in golf, and get tips from a PGA professional. That's jdelsinggolf.com.